are now listening to the Unravel to Rise podcast, and I'm your host, Britt. This podcast is all about the journey through unraveling and unbecoming who we thought we were so that we can truly step into and align with who we are meant to be. We'll be talking about how to decondition and reprogram everything we've grown up knowing and believing, but that we feel no longer aligns with who we are. This podcast is truly all about surrendering, healing, and evolving so that we can live a happier, healthier, and more purposeful life. So are you ready to rise with me? Hello, everyone. It has been a hot minute. Um, I am super glad that in the beginning of this, I said, you know, I don't really know how often I'm going to post. I mean, my plan was really to try to do like once a week, once every other week. But um, it has been a busy last month. I think that's been how long since I posted the last episode, I'm pretty sure. Um, So much has happened and changed within, you know, just four weeks. Um, And you'll actually notice those things if you really pay attention to them. And, you know, because... I do the work that I do. I'm able to really see changes and things that are going on and really be very mindful. Um, so yeah, this past month has been quite a bit, quite intense. Um, things are still kind of going. Um, we are in cancer season, so I know that there's that probably has a lot to do with it. Um, home life and just all the things right now, which eventually maybe I'll get into, uh, because this episode, again, this is based off of some of the stuff that has been going on this past month, but I also, there's just things that I've been seeing lately that I'm like, "Mm, I feel like it needs to be talked about. I don't know that people fully understand it. Um, I'm also going to be drinking my coffee. So if I stop to stop to take some sips, then I'll sorry about it, but it's, um, 918 here right now while I am recording and I just dropped our little guy off at school. I didn't drink coffee this morning because I had this huge plan in my head of going to get a coffee and then I just did not do it. I was starving. So I was like, I'm just going to go home, make a coffee and eat. Um, so that's how my morning went in case anybody wants to know. Um, so anyways, this episode is going to be, you know, all about like what healing looks like. Now I am basing this off of my own healing, um, a little bit of healing that I've seen other people do. Um, but I say that lightly because everybody's healing looks different. So when it comes to our trauma and stress and all these things, um, we all experience those differently. So I'll use an example of, you know, my miscarriage. That was the last thing that I had talked about. Um, you know, somebody else may experience that, And, you know, we can look at it and be like, oh, well, you know, this person miscarried, so it's all the same. And in reality, it's not because we all experience it differently. So even though we're experiencing and our bodies are kind of doing the same thing, when it comes to our energy body, our emotional body, our mental body, we are taking that stuff in completely different than the person next to us. And I think that people have a hard time understanding that. You know, we try to relate to each other and yes, you can do a certain level, but it's a lot more surface level. Um, And you can't ever truly know what somebody is going through or feeling fully because you're not living their experience. You're not living in their body. Um, And so that is something huge that I really want people to understand is that the way we experience things, again, even if our best friend experiences the same thing, we are only experiencing that at a surface level when it comes to how we're actually feeling and what's actually going on. So even though it may be kind of the same thing that's happening, we are feeling that differently. We are emotionally going through it differently, mentally going through it differently. Our energy body is going through it differently. And it's all going to be different because it can be based on, you know, your past trauma and past things that have happened. Um, And it's how you react to it. It's your reaction um, to what is going on. And so I think it's super important for people to remember that. And you have to remember that if you are experiencing this differently, if you are taking things in differently, 
you are also going to heal differently. So your healing is not going to be the same. One of you could have a slower process. One of you could have a harder process. Um, but it all just comes down to the person and it comes down to their past trauma and um, their lineage and so many other factors that go into that. And so, you know, I just, again, really want to put so much importance on that when I talk about this, about what healing looks like, because this is based off of my experience. Um, so, you know, I have a lot of people, it's always funny because I try to explain to people when they're like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I just want to be like, I'm a witch. <laughs> I feel like sometimes people, when I explain what I do, that's kind of like what they look like. They look at me like, like, you're dabbling in some weird shit, which in reality, I'm not. Um, some people are going to look at it that way and whatever. I'm to a point in my life that I don't care. Like, I don't care what you think about me. Um, I can handle really anything that you throw my way. And I'm always here to answer questions. Um, and that's the thing. Like, I won't shy away. And old Brittany used to be very reactive. And if I felt like you were judging me or if I felt like you weren't on the same page or your opinions weren't the same, like, woof man, I'd have a sharp tongue and I would attack you. But now like my heart space is so much more open and it's so much more in a place of like being receptive to other people and just knowing that like, it's not necessarily people judging. It's more just people don't know. People don't understand this stuff. They're not taught these types of things. Um, so again, it's completely different for everybody, the way they believe things and just their beliefs fully around things. Um, and how they were brought up. And so, you know, again, I joke, but that's like the funny thing. And Michael has brought it up before. He's like, just tell people you're a witch. And I'm like, I mean, I guess I could. I, people would shit their pants. Um, but <laughs> anyways, you know, a lot of what I do, again, is healing work. I work in the healing realms. That's what I try to tell people. Um, and you know, my journey has just continued to grow. And what started as one thing has now led into like a million other things because that's just how I work. Sorry, I have to take a drink of coffee. Um, but yeah, when I very first started, it was really in energy work. That was kind of the first thing that I did. And um, I can't even fully remember. I think I was actually seeing a mentor who was kind of a counselor. He was a friend of the family. And he was um, Native American and he was teaching me all these things. So it wasn't just a counseling session. It was like we were learning things. And I remember he started working on my body and doing energy work. And I thought, this is the coolest fucking thing. Like, this is the coolest thing. How are we not taught this stuff? How are we not told and taught to work with the energy body and the chakras and just all of this stuff? And so... We started kind of talking and he, you know, gave me information for the program or the stuff that he went through um, to do that type of work. And so I started looking into it. And at the time, I think it's still called the same thing. It's like healing touch, I'm pretty sure, um, which is great. And there's multiple levels in it. And so I remember I was going through it and it was quite a process. I mean, within a year, I had gone through, I think, three levels. And with energy healing, it's it's really hands-on. You're working with the energetic body. Now, remember your energetic body can be close to you. It can be off of your body. Um, it can extend out. Like when you've heard people that talk about your aura and that type of stuff, that's kind of what they're talking about. It's your energy body. It is outside of yourself, but it's still connected to you. It's still all one, but we will still hold shit within that energy body. So it's not just our physical body. Um, and again, we're not taught these things, you know, and so I started going through these and I remember getting to the third level and I just thought, God, there's got to be something easier. Like there has to be something easier because this was so in depth and it was so in depth to a point that I was like, you know, I really like this. And there was so much stuff I was taking away from it, but I, I wanted something that was more simple. And within those next few days, Reiki had come up for me and I don't remember how or what had happened but reiki was one of those things that came up and i found a practitioner out here and i was like you know what i'm gonna go try it so i went to her 
Um, and I fell in love with it. And it was, you know, pretty much like the healing touch, that hands-on energy, but it was so much simpler. It was broken down to be more simple as I feel like it should be. Um, and again, not knocking healing touch at all. I absolutely loved them. And if some people want to go super in depth and learn different, uh, different techniques throughout it, then it's definitely for you. But again, I wanted something more simple. And so when I did this Reiki session, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the energy of my body. I fell in love with just, you know, my body as a whole and this connectedness. And, you know, I got emotional during that session and I just realized like, there's so much to this. And so that's when I finally became certified. And so with Reiki, it is just a very gentle hands-on technique. Some people work above the body. Um, I tend to place my hands on the body. That's just how I like to work. Now, if I have women come to me and they have had sexual trauma or something along the lines of that, any type of abuse, I'm very, very careful. So most people that come to see me um, in person, they know ahead of time what I'm going to be doing. It's not like I just automatically do it. I ask the questions. I go through all the things. And I can tell. I mean, I'm far enough to in my journey that I know when I'm working on somebody, whether I should put my hands on or off, or sometimes my hands will be on certain parts of the body and other parts I get to. And I'm like, "Mm, not going to do this here. And I'll just work above the body. But that's all such an intuitive thing. And that's what people have to know. And I will say, because you'll hear so many people say, anybody can do this work and da da da. Yeah, you're fucking right. Anybody can do this work. Not everybody should do this work. (laughs) And maybe people think I sound like an asshole, but the truth of it is, again, we all carry this ability. It's just like psychic abilities. We all have it within us. But the difference is, is that so many of us don't tap into that. We're told to you know, get away from that type of thing. And it's not real and to be afraid of it. And so we lose a lot of that as children. We lose a lot of our intuitive abilities, our psychic abilities, just so much of this connectedness. And that's okay. And so, like I said, it's all within us. So anybody can do Reiki. Anybody can do this work. Anybody can be a psychic. Not everybody should do it. There are people that I know within this world within this healing realm that do energy work or they do certain things and I'm just in my head no no fucking way absolutely not they should not be doing it um and there's a lot more to that than no they just shouldn't do it it goes a lot deeper than that but you know it's kind of becoming one of those things that it's like a fad and so people want to do it because oh all these people are doing it and it's this cool new big thing like Okay, but if you don't fucking actually understand it, if you don't understand how the emotional body, the energy body works, like get the fuck out. Don't like don't don't mess with these things because you're just going to create more trauma within people. Um, so that's my outlook on it. And people can shame me and say whatever the fuck they want. I don't care. Um, and there may be some people that look at me and think she shouldn't be doing this. Totally fine. Like that is your opinion. And that is for you to feel and deal with. Um, but again, we're all different. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So with that, you know, when I've had women come see me and now I do Reiki, I do energy work distance. And I think a lot of people too, and it's the same thing with breath work is that a lot of people feel like I have to be in person. I've got to be in person for this to work or to feel, and it's not true. Like as long as you are in a safe space and you're comfortable and you're listening and you're open, then it doesn't matter. You can be across the world from me and we can still do this work together. And I promise you that it's still going to have the same effect. I don't have to be in person. I don't have to be fully hands-on because even at a distance, I am able to still mess with the energy of your body and help you connect and we work together. Um, That's where God and spirit and everything else comes in and that's in person and that's at a distance. So um, yeah, that was kind of how my journey started and I began healing, you know, as I was doing Reiki and that is still to this day when I work with somebody, whether it is one-on-one, whether it is a small group, whether it is in a larger group, when other people are healing, when I am guiding and when I'm doing those types of things, I am healing. 
we are all mirrors of each other. And so when somebody is going through something and they're releasing and they're letting go and they're moving and shifting, I'm doing the same, maybe not at the same level that they are, but I can feel all of that. And I take all of that in. And there are some things that come up for people that at a deeper level for me needed to come up as well. And so when I talk about that, it truly is when other people are healing, when I am guiding and helping other people heal, I am also healing. And so you'll also hear a lot of people and I've had, I still kind of like, it's hard for me to say, but you know, you'll hear a lot of people that are like, I'm a healer. I'm, you know, I heal people. I like, first of all, don't fucking listen to anybody. That's like, I heal people. No, motherfucker. No, you don't. You don't heal anybody when it comes to this work. Now, if like you're a doctor and all that and you're doing surgeries and you're curing and healing people, like, sure, that's a different story. (laughs) But when it comes to breath work and energy work and plant medicine and all these beautiful modalities, there is not anybody that is healing you. You are healing yourself. We, in the work that we do, are helping to guide you, to guide your energy into a more healing state. But again, that's all within you. Everything is you. So if you ever hear somebody say, well, I'm healing you, I'm going to heal you, run, fucking run. (laughs) Do not listen to that. Um, And I think there's also kind of that I still get this weird feeling when people, I mean, one, I don't do well with compliments anyways. I'm that weirdo that people will be like, oh, you're so da da And I'm like, cool, how's the sky's blue? (laughs) I get really uncomfortable. Again, that's my own shit. That's my own trauma. That's my own triggering. It's really awkward for me and I just become an awkward person. But it's the same thing when people will come up to me and they're like, you know, you're just such a good healer and you're da da And it's like, oh God, it's really hard for me to take that in. And I, get, I think at a surface level, yes, you can call me a healer, whatever you want. There are times where I call myself a healer, but I say that again, not in the sense that I am healing you, but I'm working with healing modalities. I am working as a healer to help you heal, to give you the tools that you need to help you heal. And so I've gotten a lot better with it when people say things like that or using the term of like, you know, people are like, what do you do? And I'm like, I usually don't ever say that I'm a healer because people are then like, okay, well, what the fuck does that mean? And so, um, you know, I have to obviously go in depth with that and the work that I do, but within these past two to three years with the work that I have done and the things that I have seen have been just absolutely beautiful. There are so many stories that I could tell with that. Um, But anyways, outside of Reiki and the energy work, you know, again, that was my foundation. That was where I started. And that has just continued to grow. That is something that has blossomed into different things such as EFT tapping and um, breath work, which is my absolute baby right now, Um, and human design and astrology and somatic work and yoga and like all of these things. And what I truly believe is that, you know, and again, studying human design and um, some of the other stuff that I've studied is that there are some people that are here There are some people here that are put on this earth in this lifetime to really find one thing that they are really good at. It is their passion. It is their love. That is what they are meant to do. You know, I have some friends who are sound healers. Um, I know of women who are sound healers and that is their thing. That is what they do. That is what they love to do. They're so good at it. And they don't really venture out much more than that. And that's fine. That is what they are here to do. They are here to really dig into that and really dive deep into that. And then you have other people who I feel like are like me, who are very much, they have many things that they want to do, many things that they're meant to be good at. And with all of the psychics I've been to and all of the intuitive readers I've been to, that is one of the main things that is always talked about is that they feel and they can see that I am meant to do multiple different things. I am meant to be in the healing world doing 
multiple different modalities because that's how my energy works. And because I know not everybody heals the same and everybody needs different types of modalities and different things to help them heal. So it's not a one size fits all. And it's also within my human design. I have the channel that's jack of all trades. And so it makes a ton of sense to dabble in a little bit of everything. And I love it. I wouldn't change it. That's my passion. That's my purpose. And it's not one purpose. It is multiple things. Um, and so, yeah, I think, you know, again, everybody is here to do different things, whether it's one thing or multiple things, but um, find those things that light you on fire. That's the most important thing. Find those things that you feel that pull to. And for me, again, all these things are healing for me. This is what healing looks like for me is diving deep into all these spiritual practices and all of these things, because through all of them, I have found my own healing. Some of it may not work for people. Um, and so, yeah, I remember, you know, going through Reiki, I had been thinking, God, I really want to do movement. I want to do yoga. I want to do these things where I can mix them together. And so I did. I became a certified yoga teacher and I loved it. I loved going through my program. My program was beautiful. My training was everything I could have asked for and more. Now, do I teach yoga currently? No, I don't. But I do teach somatic movement. I have learned to really shift into slower movements, but also dance and so many other things. And I think it was great for me to become certified as a teacher because it taught me so many things about myself and other people when it comes to the body. Um, and so, yeah, I started down that route and I started working with people within, you know, my one-on-ones. And we would do movement with the body, very slow movement, yoga poses, and I would be hands-on. Um, coffee break. Sorry, you hear me slurping too. <laughs> Gross. I don't like that word. <laughs> um, um, and so, yeah. And then from there, again, it just kept evolving. Like my journey, my healing has continued to keep, it's just kept evolving. And the awareness that comes in has been so profound and so beautiful. I look at Brittany five years ago compared to now, and there are huge fucking changes. There are so many changes and I am a completely different person. I'm a completely different version of myself than I was a few years ago. And I honestly owe it all to these things that I have learned. And so you know, again, I'm going through all of this. This is all healing for me. And I step into EFT tapping and now I'm, you know, doing breath work and breath work is God. Breath work is just, I can't even explain it. Breath work is the one thing that I have found when it comes to my own healing and other people's healing that can truly take you on a journey. I have had so many clients, um, that have come to me. So different clients or when I'm in a group setting, one-on-one, -on -one, whatever that looks like, that I do breath work with and they will come talk to me after. And it, you know, I, what I love, I just, oh God, it just makes my heart sing and my soul light on fire, um, is they will say, I have not felt this way since I took this journey X amount of months ago, X amount of years ago. What I mean by that is that they've done journeys with plant medicine and, um, you know, have gotten really deep into who they are. And so to be able to hear people say that, that breath work has done that for them, oof, man, that is something for me. And it's not just the breath work. Let me tell you this. It is also the facilitator. It is the person that is facilitating for you holding space for you, making you feel safe. It's the music, it's the movement, it's all these different things. And breath work, God, it's it's just beautiful. It is, it is beautiful and it is magical. And if I can take you on that fucking journey, I'm gonna take you on that journey if you will allow me. And again, these are things that I do in person and I do a lot of virtual because it does the same thing. I will lead you through breath work the same way that I would if you were in person. I'll do the same thing virtual at a distance. So that is something for me that 
has been very profound. It is the one thing because yes, as much as I love energy work and I love Reiki, breath work has been the one thing that I have really truly seen people transform. And I've seen people dive so deep and I have seen people release so much. And that is what I want. And again, healing does not always have to be about diving deep into your trauma. And I used to be really bad, you know, up until the last few months of like, we've got to get in there. We've got to dive into this trauma and dig, 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 dig. And that's not it. The truth of it is, is just becoming aware, becoming aware of the cycles and the patterns because those cycles and those patterns are our trauma, those triggers and those things that come up. It is our trauma. And so you choose whether you want to dig into that or not. Sometimes it doesn't matter how far you dig. You are never going to actually know where it's coming from. So what's the point? So what you can do, though, is become aware of it. Become aware of that trigger. Become aware of the trauma and the cycles and learn to then adjust. Because just because you have awareness does not mean you're doing the work. Sure, you can be aware of it. But if these triggers come up and these cycles and these patterns come up again, those are your trauma, you can become aware of it consciously. But what the fuck are you going to do now? What are you going to do after this? Are you going to continue to set in that? Are you going to try to dive deep and figure out what's going on? Because whether you do that or not, the most important thing is moving forward. So you become aware of something and now you do the work and now you do the work to fix it. You don't have to understand where it came from, but here's the thing. It's like, say you are a mother and you have a toddler and I'm just basing this off of me because I have a toddler and I've gone through this shit. You know, I would react. I would react to the fit throwing and everything like that. There was something in me that was so triggered and I would have that awareness, but then I wouldn't fucking do anything about it until I finally decided I've got to break this cycle. I have to break this pattern. I don't give a shit where this came from. I need to fix it and I want to fix it. And so I chose in that moment of awareness when something came up to start working towards shifting that, shifting my reaction, shifting the way that I was feeling and how I was going about things. That is what is important. Awareness with the work that comes behind it. Just because you have awareness does not mean anything else is going to change unless you choose to make it change. And again, if you want to break those cycles and those patterns, that's your choice. That is nobody else outside of you. You can continue to blame and you can continue to be the victim. And trust me, y'all, I'm just as guilty. I am just as guilty of doing this shit. I promise you. But again, I'm never going to preach on things that I have not gone through. And so nobody outside of you is going to fix that pattern in that cycle. You have to be the one to choose to take a step in a different direction, to step onto a different path. Even if it's just a slight little movement, do it. It's still a difference. It's still doing something different. So again, you can either choose to be stuck in those patterns and cycles and blame it on everybody else, or you can choose to change it. It's always your choice. It's nobody else's. I don't care if you think that getting a new job, getting a new home, making more money, getting divorced, finding a spouse or a partner is what's going to change it. It's not. But you have to stop lying to yourself. And again, society doesn't teach you these things. We are not taught these things at all. We are always just taught that the grass is greener on the other side, more is better. And it's not true. You could be feeling a certain way and going through things and say you move states away and you get a new job and you have a new partner and everything's fine and great for a little bit, but then you start sinking back into those cycles and those patterns because they're they're there. Unconsciously, subconsciously, those things are there. They are not going to change until you choose to make that change. So it's completely on you. And again, that's what healing looks like for me. Healing looks like becoming aware of my bullshit stuff, of my bullshit beliefs, my bullshit patterns, and working with it. Working 
either by diving deeper and figuring out. And sometimes you can feel it. Sometimes you know where things, why things are coming up for you. And honestly, that's the beauty with breathwork. Breathwork is the one thing that I can sit with if, I, if I'm in a certain state, if I'm in a certain mindset, if I sit with breathwork, it typically comes to the surface for why I'm feeling that way. A lot of times it's that little ping in the back of our head, but we choose to ignore it because we don't want to believe it. We don't want to believe that, you know, certain things are going on. We want to just push them down. But when you do breath work, it forces you to see those things. Once you see those things, you can either choose again to sit in it or you can move forward with it. I choose to move forward. I choose to do the work. I choose to change my mindset instead of being in a certain mood. Just like this morning, I woke up and I was fucking tired. I, I was exhausted and I was grumpy as shit really for no reason other than like I, I was tired and I could feel myself getting very frustrated and very irritable towards my husband and towards my son. And I had to just step away and take a deep breath because what's the point? What is the point of me being like that? What's the point of me doing that to them when they've literally done nothing wrong to me? And then also for me to feel that way, why do I need to feel shitty? I don't want to fucking feel like this all day. And so it's a matter of doing that. But what happens a lot of times is you'll wake up grumpy and you blame it on everything else. You blame it on, oh, I didn't get enough sleep. You blame it on, oh, I didn't have my coffee or, oh, my child was throwing a fit or, oh, my husband did this. Like, you have to fucking stop. <laughs> Again, I'm not perfect. I still have my moments, but I have learned. And I think a huge problem in our society is that so many people, this and this drives me absolutely crazy. And this is stuff that I have seen lately. I will talk, I will see people on social media that continue to bitch about their lives. I will see people, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, typically it's Facebook, but there's sometimes on Instagram, it happens where people will bitch constantly. They will complain constantly about their kids, about their spouse, about their job, about their life and poor me and da 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 da. Guess what? You know who's putting you there? You are. You are putting yourself in that place. Nobody else is. I don't care what the fuck your boss said. I don't care what your kid did. I don't care about any of that. Because guess what? You chose how to react to those things. You chose to have a shitty attitude. You chose to be pissed off, upset, angry, whatever the case is. And you chose to hold on to that. I'm not saying that it's not okay to feel those things because you're allowed to do that. You are allowed to feel those things. The problem is, is that you let yourself sit in that. You let yourself sit in those spaces until it just bubbles and bubbles and gets worse and worse and you're overflowing and then life is just shit. Typically, when I see people on my social media that are constantly bitching and doing nothing about it, I delete. I can't. I don't want to see it. I don't want to listen to about how awful your life is when you're doing nothing to fucking change it. I just don't want to. I choose to remove myself out of that low vibration that you put out there. That's the thing though, is many people will do that and don't realize the healing that needs to happen at a deeper level. So many people go through their life in such a routine. It's like driving a car. I mean, at a subconscious level, like you know how to drive the car. It's just a natural thing that happens. And it's the same thing with life. We just get in this routine and it's just a natural thing. Our daily routine is just a natural thing. And we don't realize that we have to heal at a deeper level. We all have trauma. We all have shit that needs to be healed. But we don't take the steps to do that. We don't come into this state of awareness to realize what we need to do. And again, this comes back to your cycles and your patterns. Are you constantly getting angry at your kids? Do you hate your job? Are you constantly fighting with your spouse? Do you not like where you're living at? All of these things, it becomes such routine. And it's, again, those cycles and those patterns that become so natural and normal that you choose to do nothing about it. You choose to stay in those places because, again, it's so natural. But if people would understand that if you could heal at a deeper level, if you could learn to surrender and let go and shift into a new way of being, everything would change. 
everything would start changing. And I'm not saying all at once, like it's, oh, you do breath work and like everything's good because that's not how it works. You have to do the work. And so I am just to a point that I get so tired of society and how people are living and thinking that they have no healing to do because you're wrong. <laughs> you are wrong. <laughs> Everybody has healing to do. It's whether you want to do it or not. That's not up to me. So that's something huge I've been seeing. And another thing too is just the there's so much bypassing going on. And what I mean by that is, ugh, again, it's a lot in the healing realms of people that, oh, well, I meditate and I do this and I do yoga. And so like, ooh, I'm good. Like, no, you're not. I can tell just by being in your energy space you're not. You haven't done any healing. You have not done shit just because you manifest does not, or just because you meditate and try to manifest does not mean you are healing. <laughs> like, it doesn't work that way. And so people, there are people, there's a lot of people who also want healing, but they want it for free. Okay, that's fine. Healing can be free if you can figure it out on your own. If you can figure out how to do things by yourself and not need the assistance of others, then sure, heal. It's free. But then when it comes to them wanting assistance from people, they want it for free. And that's not how it works. It doesn't work that way. And I'll tell you this, and people can judge me all they want. But for me, because some people will be like, oh, well, the work you do or the healing that you do, like it should be free. Like that should be something that you give to everybody. Absolutely fucking not. Sorry. But you know why I say that? Because I've put work into myself. I have put so much work into myself. And I have put money and I have invested in myself to get to this place and to really understand it. If I give this stuff away for free, it's going to drain my energy. Why should other people not have to invest and do the work? Because if you have something for free, you're not really going to do the work. You're just not, period, because it's free. That's why when I do gatherings and I do other things, I put a price on it. I don't care if it's $12, if it's $60, if it's a hundred and something dollars. My one-on-one -on -one sessions with me are $155. Because the work that I do and everything that I have done leading up to that moment is for this person who is coming in to see me. If I hadn't done this work, I wouldn't be able to work with somebody. My pricing and the stuff that I do has changed throughout these few years. You know, I started very low. When I first started doing this work, my pricing and everything was a lot lower. And that's okay. But as you evolve and as you do the work and as things start to shift, so does everything else. And so I will not, I will not put myself in places where people want healing so bad and they need this and da da da, then fucking work for it. Work for it. I did. You're just going to be bypassing if you continue to just want and need everything for free. And I don't want to hear that, oh, well, I can't afford this. Da -da 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 -da. Are you going out to eat every day? Are you buying coffees? Are you spending money on cigarettes? Are you going out to the bars and drinking? Okay, all those things cost money. So you're telling me you can't afford a $12 event, a $33 event, a $155 session, but yet you can go out and do all those things, buy new clothes, buy different things. I don't give a shit what it is. I don't care. But we make excuses. And that's the sad thing is that all of these, out, these things outside of ourselves are more important than fixing the things that are going on inside of ourselves. Because once you start fixing and working on the things that are within, your life is going to become more abundant. You are going to start seeing changes. And man, this went a lot more deep and I got a lot more aggressive than I thought I would. But it's all true. There's all this bypassing and people just wanting things for free instead of doing the fucking work. Instead of doing the deep, hard work to actually begin healing, people always want to take and they never want to give. 
and I will not surround myself with that type of person anymore. Now, I'm not saying that I don't do some stuff for free or that I don't do stuff at a cheaper price because I do, but it's also a lesson for me. And I will say that when people pay attention to what is meant for them and what they truly should be doing, things will fall into alignment as they should. I will give you examples of that. I recently had an event over the past weekend with a dear friend of mine, beautiful soul, and it was the most magical event. And we charged like 60 bucks for two hours. And that event filled up super quick. I was doing the exact same things that I do at any other events. This event, it filled up really quick. There's another event that I'm doing this coming week and I wanted to be nice. And there's a group that I'm in on Facebook. I won't say the name, but um, I'm in this group where people want things for cheaper. They want things for free. And again, cool and great. So I did. I decided to do $12, which most of my events are 33 and above. Um, some of them are 20, depending on where I'm at. I have a home-based studio, Third Street Yoga, shouting you out. Um, and I will do stuff cheaper there, but those have always been super great and successful. And so this event, I decided to do $12, which easy, $12. Everybody has $12. And again, I did it for this group. That was the reason I kept my price so low. And I started pushing this out weeks ago, and I still have not filled that event. I still have not filled it. And it's not a huge deal to me because, again, it's $12. I have other things that I'm doing and that are going on. It's not like a deal breaker by any means. But what I find very funny is that I have had spirit come through multiple times. And it's like, you're dumb. Spirit doesn't say that. But in my head, it's like, you're an idiot. Like, you shouldn't have done the $12. You shouldn't have done it at such a low price because you know your worth. And that's the thing is that I do know my worth. I know what I am worth. And if somebody can't spend $12 because they want it for five or for free, that's not my problem. And going forward, I now know this and my events will not be that cheap. You know, I do it this one time, but that's how I know it's not in alignment with me. This event isn't in alignment with me. And I'm assuming and what I feel like it's coming from is because of where I priced it at, because my worth is a lot more than that. So when you start to become aware of those things and instead of getting hard on, like, instead of being down on yourself and, you know, really getting in this place of like, oh God, you know, I can't like start to take a step back and think about like, okay, why, why isn't this going the way, you know, I want it to one, probably because you're setting expectation on it, but also is it the pricing? Is it the place? Is it the people you're working with? Is it what you're doing? Does any of that feel wrong? Go inward and start to feel into that of like, what doesn't feel right about this? For me, it's the money. For me, it's the $12. I shouldn't have charged that low, but I did. Again, I was doing it out of the kindness of my heart. <laughs> and I was trying to offer something to the group where they want cheaper things and free things. And now I know better. I know better not to do that. And that sucks, but it is what it is. And when people don't sign up when it's at $12, like, sorry, it's not my problem anymore, but I won't go that low. Now, there are times where I will volunteer and I will do free stuff for certain places like nonprofits and shelters and, you know, stuff like that, because I know that this stuff is needed. And I know that a lot of those places can't afford that type of stuff. And so, yeah, there are times that I will do it. And that has nothing to do with my worth as far as my pricing goes, but that has to do with me opening my heart and sharing these modalities with people that were never taught these things and sharing these modalities with people that truly need it. So yeah, this episode went a lot longer than I thought it would, but I feel like this is where I've been at. Um, and this is what healing truly looks like. Healing is hard. Healing is not easy. I don't care what stage of your healing you're in. And I don't care if somebody comes to you and acts like they're completely healed, tell them to go fuck off because it's bullshit. You are never going to be completely healed. You are going to go this entire lifetime learning and growing, evolving and healing. And I want people to truly understand that it is not a one and done type of thing. 
sure, can you heal bigger pieces of trauma that have gone on and be done with that part? Yeah. But our bodies still hold on to things. Our emotional body, our physical body, our mental body, our energy body, they will still hold on to little pieces. And something beautiful that I recently heard that really struck a chord with me is somebody had said, I think it was a podcast I was listening to, is that your trauma waits for you. Not all the time. But when you think about things, think about some of the patterns and the things that you've done now that you're older. And this could be due to trauma that you experienced as a child, but you didn't remember it. And maybe you don't remember it now, but that trauma didn't take place and happen in that moment as a child because you weren't ready for it. You weren't ready to understand it and you weren't ready to move through the depths of that at such a young age. So now your trauma that stays stored in the body, those things that stayed stored there unconsciously, subconsciously, you become an adult and all of a sudden these things are coming out and you don't understand why. You don't really understand where this pattern and this cycle came from. And again, it's because your trauma waits for you. Whew, that makes me like tear up when I hear that. That is like one of my favorite things to hear and to say is that your trauma waits for you. Again, not all the time, but sometimes. More often than not, those things happen, you know, where sometimes maybe as a child, your trauma isn't near as bad as it is when you're an adult. Like you really feel that trauma as an adult. You really feel, you know, let's say as a child, you were abused, whether that was such sexual, physical, whatever. And as a child, you feel that, you know, that trauma, you become scared. It's this flight, fight, flight, freeze. And you don't really know how to work through it and understand it. <clears throat> and then as you become an adult, it starts coming out more. Maybe you're more fearful of men or women or whoever abused you. Maybe you go through, you know, experiences of when it comes to sex, like you really freeze and you don't know what to do. And like, it's just all this trauma comes rushing in. And that's because it waited as a child, you weren't meant to understand it. But as you move into adulthood, that's the point of it. God and spirit wants you to understand it more to begin healing. God, spirit, creator, they are all there to show you that, hey, I'm here. I need this to happen. I need it to come up so that I can help you move through it. <clears throat> and that's the beauty of it. And again, nobody's going to fix that for you except yourself. And I don't care what you believe in, whether it's God, creator, spirit, universe, whether you're coming to see somebody like me, you're seeing a shaman, whatever it is that you're doing, nobody is going to fix that. Nobody is going to save you except yourself. We can all just be here to make you aware, to give you the tools and to help guide you. And that's all that, it, that you need. That's what healing looks like. Healing looks like the awareness of the triggers, the patterns, the cycles. Healing looks like leaning into that and doing something about it. Healing looks like taking all those things and doing the work to move forward into a better way of being to give you a new perspective. So yeah, oh man, sorry y'all. <laughs> Again, that went a lot more deep than I thought it would. I think that I had some frustration built up I think there was a little bit of triggering on my part that's been going on. But again, when I talk, I feel better. I feel so much better when I can actually like talk about it and get these things out. So just please, please know if you're listening to this and you think that your life is just normal and great and happy and cheery and blah, 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 or maybe you're stuck in these just shit places and hitting rock bottom, whatever that may look like, you have healing to do. I don't care where you are in life. I don't care how happy you are. You have healing to do. And know that I'm here. I'm here to help you, to answer questions, to do sessions with you, to do group work with you, whatever that looks like. I'm here to help with those things. But first, you have to have the understanding and you have to have the awareness. And then you can choose from there what you want to do. But as long as you continue to stay in the routine and to pretend like things are fine, 
then life's just always going to be the same. You're going to keep continuing to run into the same things, the same cycles, the same patterns, the same triggers, and they're just going to continue to go on, continue to get worse. So you make that choice. Every day that you wake up, you get to make a decision and you get to make a choice. So what choice are you going to choose? You're going to choose to begin healing or you're going to choose to stay in the exact same place that you are and that you have been. So that's my TED talk for the day, guys. Oof, that felt good. But that all just like flowed out of me, honestly. There's a lot of stuff I wasn't planning on talking about, but man, that just kept coming through and coming through and coming out. (laughs) So hopefully somebody takes something away from this. I have found it very beautiful that with each episode I've done, I've had anywhere from two to three people that reach out to me and just say how much that means to them and how much they connected and it resonates. And that's what I want. I don't care if it's one person or if it's a thousand people coming to me saying those things. As long as I can reach just one person, then I've done my job. I've done what I came here to do. And that's what matters. So hopefully you are taking some things away from this. Hopefully you do not bypass, or if you are trying to bypass, you are bypassing, you fucking stop and you realize to stop doing it. Hopefully you realize that there's awareness and work that comes with healing. But anyways, y'all, that's all the time I got. A lot longer than I thought it was going to be. I planned this to be like 30 minutes. It was not. So I hope you guys all have a great week or weekend. I don't know when I'm going to post this. I'm recording on a Tuesday because I don't have my child, but I probably won't post it till Friday. So I hope that you have a good weekend if you are listening to this. If you're listening to it during the week, then I hope you have a good week. (laughs) So I will talk to you all soon. Oh, and send me ideas. Send me things that you want to hear about. I will be glad to talk about certain things and different things. So until next time. Bye.